Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. It's me, Auru Sanchez. I'm here with Jackson Tristel. Jack Tristel, he's a communication coach from Brazil, and he has something extremely awesome for us that he's going to share with us, something called a triad technique, a technique that you can use in your everyday conversations for public speaking and even, even to ask for a raise for a promotion at your job. So now, guys, let's find, let's find out what this triad technique is all about. Hey, Jack, how are you? What's up? Hello, Aurus. How are you? Thank you for inviting me again to be on your podcast. Very, very excited to be here. Thank you again. And I'm, no I'm very well. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well. Very well. Very, I'm tired, excited for this. And I really want to hear what this triad because you told me a little bit about it, but I don't know enough about it like as much as you know. And I can't wait for also for my audience to learn about it so they can use it in their own lives. Yeah, no problem. Just going to jump right into it. Uh, the no triad is a neuro-linguistic programming technique I learned many years ago, and I learned it from Tony Robbins. And it's, it's mm. a very interesting technique where you can work your body and the way you function towards your objective, to, towards your goal. Uh, whether it's to um, speak in public, to ex be exposed, to feel confident, or whether it's to just be powerful, feel powerful when you are delivering a speech, when you're speaking mm. to someone, when you're using your speech to gain something, to achieve a goal. So like you mentioned, uh, you can use it to ask for a raise at your work. And I actually used it when I wanted to quit my job because I was terrified of my boss. It wasn't my direct boss, but it was like the president of the whole group. And the guy was intimidating. And I was like, I need to go there because I have something else going on. So I need to quit. I, I didn't know how to quit. So I used the, the technique as well, which is very useful. So the triad is the mm -hmm. cornerstone of our self-confidence. So we have the structure of our self-confidence and it's divided in three separate pillars. The first mm -hmm. one, which is the most used one, which is the easiest to learn, is called the physiology. And physiology, this pillar accounts for like 55% of the whole self-confidence structure. So uh, more than half of our whole self-confidence is, uh, is used by our physiology. What is physiology? Physiology is the way our body functions, is the way we use our body to connect with the world, to use it with, mm -hmm. with, uh, towards our goals, towards the things we want to use it with. And the second pillar is called focus. We're going to get mm -hmm. into that, which is where you are focusing on. And the third one uh, is called language. And the, the middle one, the one uh, focus, the focus one, it accounts for 38% of our whole self-confidence. And the last one, lang the language one, is it accounts for uh, 7%, 7%. So some people say that 93% uh, of our whole communication is nonverbal. So I, I'm, I lost your picture. I don't see you anymore. Uh I'm right here. I apologize. Continue. Okay. I, I, no, no I apologize. problem. So people say that 93% uh, of our communication is nonverbal. That is mm -hmm. related to the 93% uh, actually adding up 55% of the physiology, the body, and 38% of our, uh, our focus. So we are left 
with the 7% remaining percentage, with, which is mm. the language. So it's so connected in a way. So let's go, uh, let's learn about the triad. Uh, when you need to feel confident, when you need to feel like, uh, when you need to look like a million dollars and you need mm -hmm. to, to, to feel uh, powerful, you need to know what you want and you need to feel good. And there's a, there's a thing that people actually get confused. They think that when you're not feeling too well, when you like a little down and you're not so confident, your body goes, uh, you kind of, you kind of uh, cringe a little and you, people can see that you're not feeling good. You're not well, uh, you're not uh, feeling powerful, you're not motivated. And then your body shows that to everyone. Everyone is seeing that you're not uh, feeling well, you're not uh, uh, confident yet. Mm -hmm. And in order to feel better, we think that we need to acknowledge or to address whatever made us feel bad and then mm -hmm. our body is going to change and the triad actually tells you that it works the opposite it's actually on the contrary we need to change the way we use our body and then we're going to send a message to our mind telling it hey it's okay everything is fine now go ahead and feel better. That's how the physiology works. So you need to use your body to change the way you feel because it, everything is connected. So it's a thing that people don't, don't realize that they feel that they don't have the, 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 the confidence they need to achieve that goal, to present themselves, to speak in public, to ask for a raise or whatever or whatever. And then they don't have the, the, the strength of someone who would be powerful in that situation. So the, 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 the thing is, the, the, the real thing is to change your body forcibly, deliberately mm -hmm. to a, a shape or to a way, changing your stance, changing your posture, your poise, in order mm -hmm. to, to look like someone who had that kind of confidence. And when you change that, even if you're not feeling well, like, oh, man, I don't want to do that. It's, uh, I don't feel confident. I don't feel powerful. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I don't feel like doing that. And then you have to realize that your body is not changing if you don't change it yourself. And when you change that, and when you change that, and then like you put, you, you puff your chest out, and then... Mm -hmm. You, you change your posture like someone who is confident and then you're mm -hmm. going to send a message to your brain telling it it's okay. We're feeling okay now. So you can go ahead and do whatever you want to do. And instantly you feel a little better about your confidence. The second you can, you want to ask a question. Yeah. Just one quick question. Can you give us like, cause this is, this is great stuff that people have to know. It's true. If you change the way you're standing, you're open, your posture, like the way you change your body, it can influence, it will influence the way you're thinking. Now, can you give us maybe, before you go to the second point, can you give us a couple of moves, a couple of things that you can do to basically, by changing, you say your body, right? Changing the physiology. You say you can change your mindset. Can you give us some moves or things that people can do to increase their confidence? Are okay. there certain moves that people can do? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's one example, one, one thing I do every morning. Sometimes when I... 
when I, I'm waking up and I don't feel too excited to get out of bed, and that's pretty common <laughs> sometimes. You just like feel like staying in bed. And there's one trick he think one trick I learned from a friend that was using the same technique to try it. He said, uh, why don't you think about the, the, the physiology of someone who's not lazy? And what I did was I was like, oh, I don't want to get out of bed. I feel like just staying here I was really lazy and, and actually enjoying that feeling of, of feeling lazy. And I just shifted into the mode of someone who is not lazy, who needs to get out of it. Because if you think of someone who you admire, like a role model, and then you think about them, uh, would that person be like laying bad, just like for the sake of just staying a little, uh, five more minutes? And then you realize that they wouldn't. And then mm -hmm. you kind of change the way your body works because you're not gonna be cringing, not gonna be like uh, curved with your body, uh, feeling like stretching. You just you're gonna be stiff, and then you're gonna wanna get out of bed. And I do that all the time. I change my physiology, and it it's gotta be deliberately. It's not something that oh, so what do I do to expect my body to change? And that's something mm -hmm. that that's not going to happen. So you need just to change your posture and. And like, pretend that you're feeling okay for a little bit, and that you okay. that will that will help you to feel a little better. And sometimes it lasts for five minutes, sometimes it goes for 10, 15 minutes. But you gotta do that for a while, and then you can uh, go and do whatever you wanna do using your speech to achieve your your goals. I'll give you another example. Uh, when I entered my boss's room, my boss's office to ask him uh, to explain the whole situation that I wanted to leave and I, need, I, I had something else going on and I was afraid of him because he was intimidating. I, I, was, I, I changed my posture because people, I, I, I used to see people going into his office and they were all like, they have the physiology of someone who's afraid. I could see that. And I didn't want that. I wanted to feel uh, more powerful, more uh, empowered with, uh, with, with, with all things I, I, I knew. So I, I wanted him to see me as someone who's confident. So I changed that. Instead of sitting like you know, like people do, I was, you know, I changed my posture. I was looking right straight, uh, trying to, to show him that I, I was the same. We were the same. We were just mm -hmm. negotiating something. I, he was, okay. he had something to offer. I had something to offer. We needed to negotiate. So we were the same. And I wanted him to see me as that. So I did that for him to see me as someone confident, but then I changed my mind and felt confident right afterwards. Does that make sense? Makes complete sense. Okay, cool. So, okay, so now that we understand the physiology, everyone who's listening, uh, obviously this is recorded, but if you're watching this, just basically very simple. Change the way that your posture, like, like you said, you, you, you don't want to be curved. You don't want your neck to be looking down. You want to open up your body language, open posture, have open body language, so much information out there on it. But just do that and your mindset will change. You'll become more confident. Yes. Now, what's the second point? You said focus, right? Yeah, the second one is called focus. And it's a common thing when some 
when things start to go south and you kind of feel afraid and you 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 fear that you're not going to be able to handle things you start focusing on the bad thing on the problem and you know what happens it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger the more you feel insecure the more you're going to be afraid the more uh things go wrong and the secret to use this is to focus on the action so it's 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 again it's a mindset thing it's not like oh, okay so i just press this button no you have to think about what you want out of your performance. I, 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 I say that all the time. It's actually the first module of my course. It's about mm. focusing on, on what you want out of your performance, out of your speech, out of your, out of your conversation. So when you are dealing with a situation where you don't know uh, how to react and you're feeling mm -hmm. insecure and you're afraid, you need to change your posture to let your mind know that you can do it you can do it. You, you got this. And then you have to think what you want out of that. Because if you start thinking about uh, the many, many possibilities of things that couldn't, couldn't work, then you're going to keep thinking about those because you're going to be even more afraid of the whole situation. So the, the second pillar is called focus. And we need to change the focus. It's, it's a shift. You need to shift from the problem onto the action. And people say, mm. so you need to focus on the solution. No, 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 because you don't have that just yet. You don't know. You're going to try something. But in order to try, you need to act. And it's action. You need to do something. And sometimes you just stay still there thinking that maybe you could do something rather than actually doing something. So... I always say that people are used to focusing on the problem or trying to think to think that maybe they could have a solution and you have neither of those. What you have is the possibility to do something and that's called action. So the focus is not on the problem because we are tempted to think about the problem. Oh, maybe this mm -hmm. isn't going to work. Uh, I don't know how to react here. People are laughing at me. Maybe they're not understanding me. I don't know if I can sell this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this situation because I'm, I'm afraid. I have, I have fear. I, I, I have anger. I have all sorts of emotions going on and I don't know how to handle those. So maybe it's just going to get worse and it will get worse if you don't do something. Maybe it's, mm -hmm. just, maybe it's just like ask a question or maybe it's just like uh, say something, explain something, ask for help, but do something rather than think about the problems. And when I say do th something is the action that has to be happening with your focus. So the second one is probably the most, one of the most important ones because we are tempted to be focusing on the problem and it gets only bigger. You're not going to uh, shrink your problem by thinking about it. It's, it's going to yeah. get even bigger, right? And now, but now what if, now quick question before we go on to the third point. Yeah. What if, because yes, it's, I love what you said that you don't have a solution. So don't think about that. You got to act. But now what if, the person cannot focus for whatever reason. How would you tell that person, he or she, to increase 
How would you, I'm sorry, how would you tell that person to increase their focus? What can they do to increase their focus? There's one question, one simple question you have to ask yourself. What, what do I want out of this? Out of mm, this okay. conversation? Say, for example, we are speaking here. We are live on your podcast. And then I start to, to feel nervous. I don't know whether I'm going to be uh, saying the right thing to you. And then I focus on the problem. What is the question I have to ask myself? What do I want out of this performance? Me speaking to you now. And then I answer, to, I answer myself, well, I need to explain this whole technique in a way that people understand easily and in a simplistic way. And I need others mm -hmm. to, to ask some questions. I need to answer his questions. And I want to be short. I don't want to be long. That's all I want mm -hmm. out of this. And then when I think about that, I know what I have to do. And then I act. And then I do something, which is to answer your question or whether it's to, to explain, to continue explaining the, the technique or whatever is the action I need to take. But you have to ask yourself that question. What is my goal? What is my objective in the end? Because if you go, if you keep swimming and looking down and you swimming in the ocean, you're not going to see your tiles underneath you. There's no tiles you can see. It's pitch dark. So you need to take your head out of the water, look ahead and correct your trajectory because that's the only way you can actually fix the course. Because if you start thinking about other things rather than what you need to be thinking of, which is the goal, where you want to go, where you want to get to, then you can get off course. Then you can, mm -hmm. then you're going to swim more. You're going to get tired. Maybe uh, you're going to be taken away uh, by the currents. So you need to take your head out of the water. And what is to take your head out of the water? To, to ask yourself, what I want out of this? Am I actually thinking about the objective at the end or I'm just thinking about the possibilities of things going wrong? Well, maybe I'm not focusing and then you change. That question has to be asked all the time. I would say like every three minutes because it's easy to get off course. It's easy to be lost. It's easy to be challenged. If someone criticizes my performance, Jack, I don't like the way you speak. I don't like your accent, for example. If I give, mm. if I pay attention to that, to that uh, statement, uh, to that provocation, I'm gonna get lost and I'm gonna be swimming away from my course because I'm gonna be thinking about the emotions I'm feeling. Maybe this guy doesn't like me. Maybe others think the same. Maybe nobody likes my accent here. What? And then I'm totally off course. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great explanation. That, that was a great explanation. You went, basically, you answered my, the question and everything around it. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So the third one is called language. Now it's 7%. Mm -hmm. People say, oh, so it's not that much. It is because if you don't know how to use the other 93% of your nonverbal communication, you're just left with the, the, the 7% non-verbal communication, so you need to use your words. And there's a, I'm not going to get into this, but I'm just going to brush a little bit on it. Uh, they, they say that words can change the molecule of the water. And if you say something good, positive, you can change the molecule. 
of the water. The water molecule changes its format. It changes its shape. Mm. And there's a video, very good one. I'm going to send you uh, uh, that, the link for, for this video that shows people about the, ch the changing of water molecules by the usage of positive words and negative words. Mm. And if you can change a water molecule with your words, can you imagine how much you can change your whole body based upon the, the, the fact that we are 75% liquid within mm. the whole structure? So if you can change the, the, the molecule of water by just saying something positive, can you imagine how much you can change of your whole structure if you say negative words towards someone you don't intend to? And it's not something that you, uh, you want to do. It's just something that ha things happen. Sometimes you're not aware of the words you're using. Back in 20, 2008, I was uh, working as a sales, a sales consultant at this electronic store. I loved it. Like I was dealing with MacBooks, uh, SLR camera, uh, uh, computers. It was very interesting. But we also sold home appliances and we weren't too excited because you know a toaster what does it do you know it's a toaster it's toast yeah it's toast. Toast. Yeah, toast bread and we weren't excited so we never bothered to learn much about those appliances and one day this man came in an old man and he wanted to know about this vacuum cleaner it was a dyson that was the brand very famous very sophisticated and i was like okay so jack uh, I want your help. I, tell me about this vacuum cleaner. I was like, oh my God, I knew nothing about it. So it just, you know, uh, it sucks the air and, uh, <laughs> and it's also, uh, on sale. I was like, and what? I know that I know the price. I can see the price tag. Why don't you explain me its features? I want to know more about it. And I was like, oh my God, I knew nothing about that vacuum cleaner. I was desperate. And the more uh -huh. I thought about that, more anxious and nervous I was feeling. And he looked at me and he saw that I didn't know what to do. So he took advantage and he was saying like, you know, how come someone who uh, calls himself a sales consultant doesn't know how to explain a simple product? And, and it was going on and on. And I felt even worse and worse. And my boss saw the commotion from across the shop floor and he came towards the, 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 the vacuum cleaner section. And, he was, and he, he, he was walking like, you know, with the chest puffed out and he was, What's going on? He seemed like someone who knew what he was doing. And he asked a few questions. At that very moment, I wanted to be saved. I, oh my God, he's going to save me because I was feeling horribly bad because he was like, uh, what kind of business do you guys run here? You don't know how to explain the product features. And I was like, okay. So I wanted my boss to save me. He didn't save me. He did something else. What do you think he did, Aldous? He didn't embarrass you? No. <laughs> he wished. <laughs> nah. Wait, he did, he, did, he did something worse? No, he didn't. No, he did something better, but not for me. Did he... Actually, I have no idea. Please tell me. I have no clue. 
What does a salesperson do? They sell. Yes. So he so sold the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> he sold the damn vacuum cleaner. Why? Because that's the objective of a store. That's the goal of a salesperson. That's what I should have been doing. And I mm -hmm. didn't do that because I had my focus on the problem. So when he walked, uh, when he was walking towards the vacuum cleaning section where we were, he had his physiology looking like he knew what he was doing. So when he got there, the old man knew that he was confident because he was. And when he started to talk to this, the old man, I thought that the first thing he would say would be, sir, come on, take it easy. He's learning. He doesn't know about that. He wants the best for everyone here. He's not doing it on purpose. He just doesn't know uh, better. That's all I expected from him. But that's not <laughs> what a salesperson do. Salespeople do. It's not like that. So what... Where was his focus on? He was focusing on what he should be doing to sell the vacuum cleaner. He asked a couple of questions. Sir, what do I have to do to explain you more than you already know about this unit here so that you can walk out with a product very satisfying? And he knew a lot. Actually, he knew everything about that vacuum cleaner, the old man. He was just testing. And he said... Wow. And he was like, well, I don't need anything more. So, and he actually, he asked a question and the, the old man didn't have any answer to that because mm. just had to purchase the, 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 the product. So he bought it and walked away. I, he was actually laughing at me. My boss, after the man uh, laughed, he was teasing me and laughing at me because, and I, not because I felt bad, because he didn't know anything about the vacuum cleaner either. He knew <laughs> nothing. He, he was laughing because he knew that we didn't have to learn much about those products, but we had to know how to sell those. And they sell themselves. That was all about the focus. And the last pillar, which is the language, I remember not being able to answer his questions. I wasn't saying the right words, the positive words. I could have said, okay, sir, let's learn together. I'm here to help you. Those things could have been said, but I couldn't say anything because I had my focus on the wrong place. I was focusing on the problem and it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then I had the physiology of a weak man because I was mumbling. I couldn't even say, I was stuttering. I couldn't even say the words because I had a physiology of a weak man. So mm -hmm. if I had changed, if I have shifted my physiology, my posture, I would have felt better. And then I could have said the right words, focusing on what I was supposed to be doing there, which was to sell the vacuum cleaner. Does that make sense? Makes so much sense. I love how this one example of, of, your, of your life, personal life, how you were able to, it was a mistake you did, yeah. And you knew how to fix it with a triad technique. So yeah. basically, you can apply this to everything. Like, for example, if someone – tell me if, if I'm wrong or if I'm right. Let's say someone wants to get a promotion or a raise at, at, at the job. 
Yeah. All they have to do is go up to the boss with the open posture. Their physiology has to be good, has to be correct, has to be confident. They get confident. They're focused. I want to get a little bit more money or I want to get certain benefits. Or I want this or that. So they're focused not on the problem or on the solution, but they're going to take action and yes. they're focusing on what they want. And then they have to match that to have to say the right things at the right time. Now, obviously, I think there's more involved mm-hmm. when it comes you, to maybe you, getting you a know promotion. When you say there's more involved, it's just it's simple because things change all the time. So when you think about a solution or an action you need to take and then something happens, the boss says something that you weren't expecting him to say. You know what happens? You have to think again of your objective. So what do I want out of this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you say something to respond, to counteract his action. That's happening all the time. So every bit of your interview, of your meeting, has an objective, a goal, and it changes throughout the whole course of the interview or the meeting, and you have to be changing all the time. So when you say, I need to focus on the end of the interview, yes, but sometimes you need to focus on the next three minutes because he's going to ask something you're not prepared to answer. So if you feel bad because he asked you something you didn't know how to answer to, you just need to change your focus. So my focus now is to let him know that I am better than this. I, I, I don't know this answer, but I know something else. And then you include something that you, you weren't planning on doing. And that's how you go throughout. You, you, you act accordingly to the whole, uh, to the things that you weren't expecting. So that's when you say there's more involved. Yes, because you're not, you don't know what's going to happen after the three minutes. So mm-hmm. that's why I have to take your head out of the water all the time. Because, you know, that maybe you get bit by a, a fish or whatever, or the, 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 the tide takes you off course or something happens, you know, and then you get tired. You need to stop swimming for, the, for a little bit, take your head out of the water and say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I need to get to that point there. So I was swimming away because something distracted me and things are going to distract you, especially if you feel nervous, mm. especially if you on the spot, like someone asking you questions, your boss or someone who's, who intimidates you, they're going to be asking you questions. And if you don't know how to answer those, you're going to be feel, you're going to feel intimidated, but, but you know how to act because you have your goal on your mind. Mm, my God, that was beautiful. I love that. I'm actually going to, I'm, what, what, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take this little part and make this a own little video. I loved your answer. Probably one of the best answers of the whole year. You, oh. you deserve <laughs> a, an award. That's so good. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Jack, that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for this awesome interview. Are there any last words you want to tell the audience? Any last words? Any last word? I would say that tr- the triad is something that you could use every day and you should teach your children. It's something very simple. You can teach your kids. I would encourage anyone to learn this, to master this technique, to experiment on a daily basis and then teach uh, your kids because they're going to be needing it in the, in the, in the, out there in the world. They're going to be needing that. If they master that technique from, from their youth, they're going to be uh, dealing with less problems. They're going to be overcoming problems that, most people get stuck with and they're going to succeed very well in their lives. That's thank you so much for so such beautiful words. I'm going to continue practice. I mean, I've heard about it, but I'm going to, now that you explained it more, I'm going to have it more in mind 
and talk about it more and even like apply it to my own lives. But Jack, thank you so much for being thank on this you. podcast, thank you. on this video podcast. But you're definitely going to come back for another episode. And guys, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. And we give a chance. Please subscribe to his Instagram. What's your Instagram again? At Jack Tristel, J-A-C-K-T-R-I-S-T-A-O. <laughs> Awesome-tacular. And guys, please subscribe to this channel, the YouTube channel, Conversation Guru, and my Instagram, Conversation Guru. Guys, thank you guys so much. Thank and of you. course, till next time. Bye.